Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. With thanks to iSuzu, the iSuzu D-Max is born to live. Your rugby league coverage on SEN starts now. Welcome to NRL Crunch Time. Yeah, welcome to Crunch Time, brought to you by Isuzu. The Isuzu D-Max is born to live. Remember, you drive the agenda. one 1170 The text 0457-736-736. You can tweet us at 1170 SEN. Now, this stable today, we are coming in at an average height of about six foot two, I reckon. My good <laughs> self, Paul Siren and James Magnuson. G'day, boys. Morning, Joel. Hello, uh, afternoon, afternoon, yeah. Jimmy and uh, yeah, Sugar. Afternoon. How are you? Yeah. How are you, boys? With, with that average height, six two, is that because we're both six five <laughs> and you bring it back? To- <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. Uh, we've got a big. I mean, where do we start, boys? So much to talk about. We've got Ash Barty. We've got the the AFL last night, the Rugby League, the Besieged Tigers getting beaten by a Warriors team with the name Sirenin in it. Can you believe it? Uh, so much to talk about in the world of sports. But uh, let's start with the Tigers, Siro. Last night, mixed feelings for you. Uh, mixed bag. Yeah. Oh yeah, they um, yeah, and it's, it's been well documented. They 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 get battered from pillar to post. Yeah. I mean, every uh, there's a there's a couple of media outlets love love to give it to them, yeah. and they're, they're they're the punching bag. But um, look, you know, on, on last night's performance, I mean, that, look, and they had a few outs, late outs, you know, the starting side, and but uh, no, that's that's probably eighty minutes of my life I won't get back watching that game. <laughs> yeah, but um, right. yeah, it it was it was you know disappointing sort of game. Yeah, quality level, but um, yeah, the Tigers had their chances to win it. Too, had so. their chances. I mean, right on half time, if uh, Stafford Tor catches it clean, he scores the try. You had the the no try by Luciano Leilua. You had the chance where Jock Madden goes through and Nofaluma's in support. You had the chance where Dane Laurie's over the line. And the two tries from the Warriors were off kick. So, uh, Jimmy, did you see the game? Yeah, I, I watched a bit of it. I didn't put myself through the pain of watching a full 80 <laughs> yeah. minutes. The standard was, uh, I'm a bit disappointed by the Warriors as well. I thought the same last week against the Titans. I thought the Warriors would be decent. they got a great forward pack. They're probably just lacking a bit of depth in the backs. But, yeah, tough to watch for Tigers fans. i got a mate who's a, an avid Tigers fan, gets, gets around it. And he's uh, very upset at the moment. You're an avid Bulldogs fan, but we need, um, we need to know your background, Jimmy. So Port Macquarie Sharks back in the day, was it Group 3 or Group 2 back in those days? Because I know they zigged and zagged a little bit. Yeah, so it was Group 3 when I was growing up. So we'd play uh, Tari, Old Bar, Foster, uh, Gloucester, yeah. Halliday's Point. Uh, it, was, it was a great little comp. Wingham Tigers. Wingham, Warhope, all yeah. those great country towns. So if anyone's listening from up there. Mm-hmm. Shout out to those guys. Smithtown, Smithtown Tigers. Have they? Did they have a they, they, Yeah, they were Group Two, so they were oh, north, okay. north of Port Macquarie, up yes. towards Kempsey. Okay. Yeah, what yeah. What number was on your back? Uh, so I started in the backs, and then as I got a little bit bigger and a little bit slower, I ended up uh, number twelve. Yeah, right. But I always, I always wanted number eleven. So the two, two front uh, back rower uh, jerseys up for grabs. Sunny mm. Bill was number eleven for the Bulldogs, and I always wanted number eleven. But I got stuck with number twelve, and then at the we we made the grand final one year, and we got to keep our jerseys. 
So I still got my number 12 Sharks jersey. Premiership winning one or how'd you go? Went the whole season undefeated. No. Oh, no, no, no. Went 79 minutes undefeated. Oh, We've all been there. <laughs> Scrum on the 79th minute. Our lock. Uh, that, Who are we that, playing, by the way? We're playing Foster, Tung Foster, Curry. The, the, Foster, the green Tung and Curry. gold. Yeah, the Hawks, yeah. yeah. They, yeah. They'd, they'd only been beaten by us all year, but we were undefeated. So 79th minute. Siren goes as they're feeding the scrum. Our lock that year had come across from Rugby Union. So he pu- pulls the ball out of the scrum from lock, kicks the ball in the air in celebration, <gasps> foster catch it, spread it to the wing, score in the corner <gasps> after the siren, got to kick the goal to, to win the game. This is under 16s. Not many under 16-year-olds no. convert from the sideline. Wrong, wrong side. So he's right footer kicking from the, oh, the, the no. right, right oh, sideline. He, he nails it? He nails it. Oh, he no. Nails it. So we've gone whole season and 79 minutes undefeated and lost the grand final. Has someone got vision of that? We, we need to get Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We need to. If someone out there has yeah. got that would. vision, that they would. would. And you know the worst part? It turned into the biggest blue that you've ever seen. We had both uh, reserve grade and under 18s sides from, from Cronulla, wow. uh, from the, the Sharks and, uh, and Foster, respectively. Both crowds came on. It turned into the biggest stink you've ever seen. Oh, that's not good. Wow. No. Hey, um, so this is so here I am thinking that I'm in the presence of a man who's had one of the most cruelest grand final defeats, and I'm thinking it's Paul Cyrano. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's you, James Magnuson. Cyrano, next thing you're going to tell me, you had a swimming final beaten by 0.01. <laughs> yeah. uh, I came fourth in the under 10s breaststroke. <laughs> Very disappointing. Devastating. Let yeah. us know some of your cruel uh, losses on the text line, 0457 736 736. You've got a pen handy, by the way. Uh, here's who I'll be backing. I get inundated on Saturday, so I'm going to back race two. Matcha Latte, Race 3, Polly Gray, Race 4, White Noise, Race 5, Anavisto, Race 7, Spanish Mission, Race 8, Pretty Amazing. And you know what? Uh, in the words of Snatch, you've seen the movie Snatch, where Bricktop yep. sets up the fight and it all goes pear-shaped. And the bloke goes, thanks for the tip, Bricktop. He said, listen, mate, if I want to know what a dog, what the bone tastes like, right? He, he's happy to throw the bone, but he doesn't. I can't. I've got to sort of paraphrase because it'll yeah, get rude. Yeah. He doesn't want to know what the bone tastes like, right? So if the bone tastes good today, well done. If it doesn't, I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. I've backed it myself. The seal, Alex, the seal's here. G'day, mate. Nice to be with you, gents. Good Ch- to have. I tell you what, I'm bringing down the the height in the in the yeah. studio today as well. But I think Phil's got me covered. Yeah. A have I got you covered? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, in terms of the. Shortness. Bringing the yeah, average height yeah, yeah, yeah. down. That's okay. Chelsea, how are you? You well? The great Chelsea's in the vicinity as well on this fine Saturday. How's your week been so far, Chelsea? Yeah, look, not bad. Not bad at all. Um, I think I'm taller than you, though. Yeah, I think so. Just a little bit. Okay, that's enough from you. one 1170 is a way to have your say. Where are we going to start here? Okay, let's start with this. Last night, I was shocked again. I, I tipped the Roosters. Who did you tip, Ciro? Uh Roosters. Jimmy? Roosters, 13 plus. So did I. So did I. Well, this is how it all played out. So it's another set of six. As there. Oh, Murray goes straight through. Cam Murray scores. He couldn't believe how it opened up. And it's Cameron Murray putting South on top early. 20 minute tap, seven tackle set. And again, Tedesco involved in a catastrophe. It comes out to Johnston. They're over. Remarkable error, and South Sydney have punished the Roosters. Kiri's delayed pass. Manu inside host. What a moment! Joey Manu. 
Kiri on the run. As the defence retreats, Kiri's still going. Manu, that's not a knock-on yet. It comes away to Paulo anyway. Oh, the ambitious pass, and now Latrell. It's Latrell Mitchell, but just not going to get in. It's Latrell's night. Yeah, bittersweet uh, for the Roosters with Latrell Mitchell, of all people, getting the basically the game of the try that punctuated it. Uh, he would have loved that, Latrell, wouldn't he, boys? Mm, it was layering up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, nah, it was good to see. The thing that uh, that I loved, first kick of the game, Roosters kick deep to Latrell. He runs straight at Joseph Manu yeah. off that kick. Uh, a bit of a head clash. But it wasn't as much niggle in the game as I expected. I thought it had you know, nearly come to fisticuffs, but the, the boys kept the lid on it last night. What did you make of it, Ciro? You probably didn't get to see much of it, did well, you? I saw the highlights when I got home, Joel, from uh, from Campbelltown. But, uh, yeah, look, it, 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 I'm, I'm amazed. Like, I've... I've in the last two or three seasons, what, what, what you know, what South have done the mm. Roosters a couple of times, they've just they put sixty on them a couple of years ago. I think two, two, two years ago they yeah. put sixty mm. on them, and um, and and I thought last night the Roosters would would get them fairly comfortably, but I South always get up for the Roosters for that derby. So that's but, four uh, in a row, I think. Now they've they've beaten them. So coming into this one, three games beforehand, they let in one hundred and forty points against them, the Roosters, which. Robbo prides himself That's on defence. Un- unrooster like. Oh, yeah, they were playing rooster yeah, footy yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah, they kept saying yeah, yeah. that wasn't rooster footy. No, no, but I, I don't know why. But your South was a baggy side for sure. Cameron Murray. Oh, back to his best mate. Well, you saw origin. him coming through the juniors, didn't you, Sir? Yeah, yeah, sixteens and eighteens. So yeah, had a bit to do with him. And 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 Madge, Madge had him training with the NRL when he was about sixteen or seventeen. Him and um, Campbell Graham when he's when he's at South. So he. He had both those boys. He, he marked as NRL players at, at 16 or 17 years of age. So, uh, and then they're both both playing great footy. Oh, unbelievable. Mm. Oh, I meant to mention, uh, Miss Ol, any notables out there when you're playing Group 2, Group 3, any notables that you come across? Yeah, so Group 3, we had uh, Latrell Mitchell's from Taree, but Boyd Cordner was my age. Uh, Jamal Idris was my age, playing for Foster. And then... Did you get a shot on him at all, Jimmy? Did you I, did not. Did, no? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> two, two blokes that even NRL players were. Were they shot dominant then? Like, did you oh, know? Yeah, yeah. Those I remember two... um, Jamal Idris. Oh. Uh, I think he was playing front row at one point, oh, and they kicked boy. off, kicked off mm. to him, and uh, he was about, you know, probably zero size now, and yeah. he was about 15, 16, and he just Monster, ran through yeah. from the kickoff, skilling people. So would he have played in that grand final you're talking about? No, I think by that stage he'd moved up to Sydney to do some um, some sort of rep stuff with one of the mm. – maybe Harold Matz yeah, at Bulldogs. I think it was at Bulldogs. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. And then in, in group two, same age group as me, was uh, was Albert Kelly. Um, playing for for Kempsey, and he was tearing it up back then. He was super talented. Albert Kelly was, yeah, yeah, massive standout. Um, and he, again, he moved uh, moved up to Sydney to to play with Parramatta when he was about seventeen or so. Wow, yeah. There you go. Keep your text messages coming through. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Sharks smash the Dragons. Are they the real deal, Zero? They are. Yeah, I always thought Fitzy, you know, be a really yeah. good. You know, head coach. They you know, just just dealing with him in, in you know the Origin series, and uh, he's he's got him ticking along really well. You know, he he prides him, himself in defence too. You know, and and that's that, that may be a reason why the Roosters. You know, he, he's left there now. But um, no, I I, I I had the Sharks penciled in sort of top top yeah. five. They're about top mm. five or six. Yeah, no, they're, they're, top they're eight too. I was very top very eight? keen what on, the, uh, mm. on the about two dollars twenty, which I thought was but bloody ridiculous. Eight. Yeah, wow. Yeah, two dollars yeah. twenty. I've actually backed them to make the grand final. Yeah, at nine bucks. I, I, yeah, I can't bet on rugby league because no. I'm, I'm involved with the game. But uh, yeah, yeah. Nine, what, what's their ceiling, zero? What, what do you like? What's 
could they go as far as winning it, or is that a bridge too far? Could they make the grand final? Is it oh, top four? I think four? they're top four. I reckon they're sort of fringe, fringe top four. If, if if things fall into place, they stay healthy and yeah, yeah. But um, they've, they've got some yeah. Oh, it's a punch off the bench too, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, a Talakai, he came in the other night. He's he's a he's not he's not a tall man, but geez, he's powerful. Oh, he's he, powerful. He's wax him. Angry looking. He man. is a big, <laughs> he's got the big, big going too. I'll yeah. tell you something fascinating about Sasifa Talakai, right? So Sasifa Talakai was a South Sydney junior. Yes. Yeah. He came through with Remus Smith when they played with the mascot Jets together, right? Mm-hmm. So they went all the way through together in the mascot Jets. They both got picked in the junior Kiwi side and they were the centers, the three and the four, right? So everything's just aligning. They debut. I don't know if it was the same day, but it was certainly the same weekend, the same round, where Josh Morris was called into the the Bulldogs were playing the Raiders down in Canberra, and yep. Josh Morris was called into the New South Wales Orange, side. Uh-huh. So that meant Remus Smith had to go down and play for Canterbury and debut mm. on the same day, or at least the same round. Sasifa Talakai, Magid brought up to play for South, right? So they've both debuted on the same year stand. Both debuted on the same weekend, if not the same day. And they both scored with their first ever touch in the NRL. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. I I remember room. Yeah, rumours did. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. I, I, I recall did. that game and, and has, uh, as well on the same same weekend. Has Talakai put on size since then, or is he a big centre now, back rower? Ha, has definitely filled out getting yeah. older as you do, but yeah, um, centre slash back rower. But it's yeah, amazing, yeah, isn't it? yeah, yeah. He's a scary man, and the, the Sharks also. Playing in the New South Wales Cup side at the moment, they've got Franklin Pele. Oh, yeah. That tearaway that you saw in the trial Frankie, match yeah, off, yeah. coming off the back fence. And Royce Hunt mm. that went toe-to-toe with Pengai Jr. Yes. They've got so much depth yeah. through their forwards. Um, and the, the, You the, do know your football, don't you? Yeah. yeah the, Talking about <laughs> Zerbrate. Wade Graham's still out too, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. He's still, he's still the thing that worried me about the Sharks was did they have the spine... But Brayley this year at hooker off a good yeah. four pack looks awesome, yeah. and Will Kennedy improves every year, so I think they can go top four. Nico Hines has been been pretty solid too, hasn't he? First, oh, first mate. few games, he's oh. so good looking yeah. as well, mate. Yeah. He must be struggling down there in Cronulla. Oh, I reckon. I, I, I see him down the mall, right? And Is he I reckon ma- magnet. Uh, I reckon kids, e- kids every are. single person. Mm. Would would know he's in the mall at that time. Oh, he's agreed. just got that. That's I great. actually walked past him in the preseason, and he was waiting out the front of a sushi mm. joint. And I'm walking past, and he sort of just waved, and I said, mm. "I said, oh, sorry, darling, I'm, I'm just looking at the Dalian medalist, right?" <laughs> and, and so far, it may be panning out yeah. that way. Yeah, he, he yeah, could yeah, win yeah. it, couldn't he? Yeah, yeah, he could. He could. And I, coming from Melbourne, where he's he's an unknown, yeah, to, yeah. Up, up to the Shire, where everyone yeah. would be just stopping and you know, it'd, it'd yeah. take him an hour to do his shopping to get a oh. litter of milk. Well, he's, he could sort of. He looks a bit shy being there, mm. probably because mm. he's not used to the fame. Mm. So, yeah. how many NRL games do you think Nico Hines has played? How old? Is he? He's twenty five, almost twenty six. He turns twenty six in June. How many NRL 50. games? Yeah, I'd say less than that. I'd, I'd say he's played mid thirties. Thirty eight. Yeah. Wow. Uh, he's, and a big, uh, a big chunk of that would have been off the bench off the from bench. Melbourne as well. Uh, that's right. But I didn't think he'd have a, the kicking game he has. Mm. His kicking game last uh, on Thursday night was impeccable. Mm. 38 games. Mm. There'd be there'd be 19 and 20-year-olds who have had 38 games. Yeah. And he's – I don't think – I mean, was Cliffy Lyons like this, Ciro, as far as cult following after so few games and, 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 and starting so late? Well, that's – there's an argument there too, Joel, for guys to come through, play a couple of seasons of, of, of reserve grade yeah. footy, just to just mm. to build up some resilience and you know just get their get their game in order. And, and Melbourne do it so well. 
Cameron Munster was another one. He, he, he played a couple of years up at East Tigers, yeah. and yeah, they they drip fed drip fed him into into first grade. But um, yeah, he, he's uh, it's 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 a the one difference for Cliffy. Mm. He didn't look yeah. like a he didn't look like a prime Heath Ledger. Nah, <laughs> that's right. That's he's right. more of a Lionel Richie. Although Lionel Richie was big in the eighties. That, that's that's exactly right. Thirty eight games. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. that. Um, and of course, he sat on that bench of the grand final. Mm. Didn't get on Nico Hines. So I think. He's got sort of, uh, I wouldn't say it's a chip on his shoulder. A point to prove. A point to prove. A Jonathan Thurston yeah. sat on the bench in 04 for the Bulldogs, mm, went go. to Cowboys and had to win one himself. Mm-hmm. That's right. That, that's that's mm-hmm. a very, very good analogy there. Uh, let us know some of the late starters in careers. 0457 736 736. Who else comes to mind? You've got uh, Cliffy Lyons, of course. Cody Walker. Uh, Dean Pay. Dean Pay was a late starter. late starter. Dean, yeah, uh, yeah Dean played a lot of lower grades of footy before he played sort of a bit of first grade. He was sort yeah. of... He would have been 23, 24 yeah. by the time he sort of debuted. And, yeah, but, um, I think Josh Reynolds for the Bulldogs was a pretty late starter. Yeah. He played a lot of reserve grade. I Rubby, remember yeah. seeing him in reserve grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and fullbacks to heart. Look, uh, yeah. That's another sort of uh, topic as well. But uh, anyone in the swimming game, because the swimming game to me doesn't strike you as a sport where mm. you, you burst onto the scene late. No, mm. you start young. You start really young. Um, Emma McKeon... Has has been on the swim team since she was about 15, 16. Uh, so she's been around for ages. But in terms of reaching her potential now, yeah, she's a bit of a late bloomer. Like she'd be mid mid to late 20s now and is only really hitting her straps. So that's a bit rare. Mm. Um, so for everyone in the swimming world, we've known her name for the, the best part of a decade. But the rest of Australia mm. only just got to know her. At this Olympics. Is she the girl from Wollongong? Wollongong. Yeah, Wollongong yeah she yeah, won, yeah, yeah. won she, oh, six or seven yeah, medals yeah, at the she Olympics. Was, she was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's a, that's a bit of a late mm. bloomer story. So yeah. at what age were you the number one Australian swimmer? For, for your age even, like, like, like 15, 16? For were my you sort age, of, yeah, 15, 16. You were the number one Australian. In Australia for my age. Do you, and then, do you push on for worlds in that, at that age or no? Nah, no. You do a few little meets against like Japan and, and sort of um, Asia Pacific but do you know at that stage when you're under 15s and you're the number one Australian, are you aware of the times out there as to who's coming through? Back then I didn't. It was a little bit, not pre-internet, but not everything was on the internet. Yeah. Now you know every age group around the world, what everybody's doing. Um, I remember my first uh, world championship final. So by that time I was 19, maybe 20. And uh, I've never been a swimming fanatic and I didn't know a lot of the people that I was racing in the final at the World Championships. Wow. And I think that was a huge advantage. Yeah. So did um, you win that? First? Yeah. So you yeah. won your first World Championships yeah. at 19? Yeah. Would have been just 20. Just turned And that 20. was an under-19s or was that an open thing? Open. Wow. Open. Yeah, 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 yeah. I made the, my first Australian team when I was 18. And that wasn't even considered an early bloomer. Wow. Did yeah. your life change after that, did you feel? Or was all this attention about... Oh, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... I, I loved uh, being able to be anonymous in public yeah. and that once that changes, your life changes um, and especially around that time, it got pretty crazy. Wow. Yeah. Oh, see, even at school carnivals, Ciro, if I was on the blocks or at the start line for 100 metres, I was so nervous. Did you oh. feel that? <laughs> when you come fourth in your heat, yeah. you know, the yeah. breaststroke, you, know, you are very nervous. You think? How'd you get the side stroke? Well, yeah. I, well, just I have it out sink halfway down the pool. Yeah. Yeah. I was a I was a reluctant swimmer when I was a kid. You know, yeah. when I was forced to go in there. But but yeah, I, as you say, mate, I was you know, the adrenaline was going. Even as a you know, it's, I remember as a, as a ten year old, you know, I was 
I was packing it. So. It's, it's, it's something about those like finite races. You know, in a, a football game, you get nervous, but you don't get that level of nervous. Mm, yeah. I was the same for running races. Mm. I'll get as nervous for my school running carnival as I would for my national age swimming race. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's the starter's gun or something. Something yeah. about being on the blocks is really nervy. And I think uh, similar to, to batting in cricket, like you, you you get one chance at it. You, you, it's, yeah. it's unforgivable for a mistake. So if we play yeah. rugby league zero, you can knock the ball on, you can let it yeah. try in, but you can you got a, a chance for redemption or recovery. Exactly. You don't have a chance in that. Yeah. If you make that's an correct. error. One error. Or, or yeah, you get yeah. caught out or yeah. that's it. That, you yeah. pack your bags up and it's all over. You know the, the other funny one? So when I was growing up, my coach used to make me do 200 butterfly. Oh. Fall ups butterfly. And I was... I wasn't very good at it, but just good enough to make the next level each time. So yeah. I'd get to like a national final in 200 Butterfly. And it's a really weird experience where you're standing up there and going, A, I'm nervous because it's a national final. But B, I'm nervous because I don't know if I can make the distance. Wow. Like no matter how good you get at 200 Butterfly, it's still so grueling that yeah. if you push it a little bit too hard at the start, you could not finish the race. Wow. <laughs> yeah. wow. Is it is it the toughest? I think so. Is it the toughest I race? I think so, yeah. 200, yeah. 200, yeah. Uh, 200 butterfly. I mean, they've got the 400 IM where you've got to do 100 of each stroke. Yes, yeah. But I reckon 200 full ups of butterfly is wow. at full at full tilt is mm. is brutal. Wow. Uh, 1300 01170 text line. G'day, boys. Late starters. What about Steve Young in the NFL? He sat behind the Hall of Fame legend mm. Joe Montana, Montana yes. at the 49ers, 49ers, but ended up pushing Montana out. He won a Super Bowl, having a, a Hall of Fame career in his own right. Liam from uh, Mun. Mundubbera, Mundubbera there in Queensland. Uh, this one coming in from the Reptile. Afternoon, weekend, team of legends. Glory, glory, everyone was putting the slipper in <laughs> and we come out with a great performance. Oh, yes. uh, keep them coming through. And the late starters. I want to keep on these late starters. 0457 736 736 is the way to do that. This is crunch time. All thanks to Isuzu. Uh, the great Ciro's here. The missile Magnuson, he's here as well. A break and back with more. Yeah, talking about great comebacks or late starters, uh, Ash Barty was a late starter in many ways. She retired at 18 from tennis and then she came back. What did you make of that news this week, Missile? Oh, it rocked me a little bit. Yeah. Um, at the peak of her powers, uh, I was saying to the boys earlier, I looked up her, her net worth or her career earnings, 25 mil wow. US career earnings. They say about fighters, they lose the hunger a bit once they reach, reach the top, the top of the mountain. Maybe that's the same for tennis. I'm not sure, but... Um, you know, it is an individual sport where you spend a lot of time training on your own. Yeah. So if the hunger's not there, she certainly isn't going to need for anything again in her life. Um, so, you know, good luck to her. It's very rare that an athlete retires on the top like that. Which is a great thing to do, isn't it? Like to, to, yeah. She's been number one for almost three years. Tell me the moment where you said, okay, that's it for me. I've, I've just. When did you know? How long did you know for? It was probably a season. Yeah. Um, and it was when I started getting to training and, uh, you know, you get to, to the pool early some mornings. It's cold. And early in your career, you're just straight in, getting after it, no hesitation. And I just started standing on the edge, just looking at the pool, thinking about it yeah. for a while and just thinking like, ah, do I want to do this today? And for me, you know, my, my professional career had been about 10 years, but I'd been doing that since 12 years of age. Full-time training, I'd been doing, you know, 24 hours plus a week training from the age of 12 to the age of 27. So it wasn't, and a lot of people said to me, you're only 27, that's young to retire. I said, yeah, I've 
you've seen me on TV yeah. for the past. We've known you for this. Yeah, yeah you've yeah. known me for That's nine or right. ten I've years. Doing it a lot but I, I was that. doing that. I was doing that at four a.m. before school of a morning since I was twelve years old. So it felt for me like this super long career that it had its ebbs and flows and was a roller coaster. But for other people, they're like, "Oh, we only saw you on TV for that few years. Like, what yeah. are you doing? How did you get into it? Like, what you said an early age. Were your parents? Swimmers or what Neither was... Neither parents swimmers. So, so how did it happen? You won a race at school. Yeah, they said he's pretty good and off you go. Pretty much. So I just did the, the normal learn to swim that every kid does for beach safety. Did my, my first local uh, school carnival mm. and was pretty good at it. Um, so started doing some squads um, and that was it. Didn't wow. start training like properly till probably yeah, 12, 13, um, but just enjoyed it. And, and you know what one of the big turning points for me was? That grand final in rugby league. Yeah. So I, I probably had one of my best games all year, um, that game. And when we lost the game, and I was left standing there going, How did this this bloke, I, oh, I've it's... had one of my best games, and he he's let you down. stuffed yeah. it for me. Oh, yeah. really? I said, when I swim, it's all I about, stand it's there, you, it's yeah. all on my shoulders, yeah, that's right. win, lose, or draw. And I actually loved the the responsibility the, pr- the pressure that comes with it is a lot, but the responsibility of this results on my shoulders and I don't have to depend on anyone else. I love that. And it's something I've found hard post-swimming and, and going into business as well is you go back to relying on other yeah. people and when someone says they'll do something, taking their word for it. So are you a control freak in business? A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah I am. Micro manager. Yeah, micro manager. I'm a micro manager of house chores even. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so your rugby league career, was that your last game, that six, that 16's grand final? Uh, yeah, I played a couple of other sort of okay. bits and pieces, but that was the last sort of full season that I got through yeah. um, before I, I went to, to swimming. Question for you, Sarah. When, when did you know you were done? I, um, yeah, I, I played on and, and, and only because we had unlimited interchange. I, yeah. you know, it was oh, right. you know, around ninety, sort of ninety six, ninety seven. They they brought that in, which was it's not rugby league, you no. know, honestly. But um, I, I, there was a particular game, Joel, where I I was walking to a scrum and I was singing a Wiggles song in my oh, head. No. <laughs> honestly, honestly, yeah. I, I, I was. So how old was Curtis? He would have been. Four, Bailey. four or five, yeah, and mate, all the, the Wiggles were on all the time. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> the video and bang, and I thought I looked into a scrum and I was could have been singing "Hot Potato, Hot Potato." Did you come out and play and that? I, one? I, I, <laughs> mate, I, I just said, "Wow, this is this is not right." And, and and there were days where I thought, "Geez, I'd rather be out having a game of golf today yeah. than getting ready for well, a game of footy tonight." And you just you do know. So you, were you yeah. relieved that last game? Were you sort of? Um, it was like that, wasn't it? The, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I, yeah, I, man, I knew my time was up. I, I, I wasn't, you know. I mean, I'd, I'd do a couple of good things during a game, and I knew I couldn't compete with the, the younger fellas. I'd slow down a bit, mate. But um, question yeah. for for both of you playing a contact sport, you know, yeah, you have to have that aggression, yeah, and that that sort of edge. When you have kids, you know, they say it softens a man. When mm. they have kids, does that impact? That aggression on the field, do, do you feel like you lose a little bit? Or, I, I, or I, I reckon I lost a bit of an edge. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I was a pretty, you know, I was fairly easy going off the field. And, and on the field too, it, it took a little bit to rile me up. And, you know, there was you know, times when, you know, the red mist would descend across the yeah. eyes and you'd get, yeah. you know, you get angry and, yeah. you know, but, um, but, but by and large, it, it took a fair bit to sort of wind me up, you know, but uh, I, I, th- I think it does. I think it really does. Once you have kids, you, you, you realise, 
you know what you know they, they say what what real love is when when a child's born it's, yeah. oh, mate, it's incredible so it's yeah. it, it, it does change things but if you're a you know i mean the the really good players they can they can switch on you know they they cross that white line yeah. and they know they're going to go and they you know they'll, they'll there's a benchmark that they play at, and they, they they play at that level all the time. So, for me, Miss Solo, I had a really good step, particularly in defence. You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, get off him, lights, like, yeah. move over, you blacks. Yeah. So, uh. no, I tell you, when I first thought about what you're talking about there with kids, is I'm not a very good skier, but but I'm a very good risk taker. So, I would go and take on the black runs, you know, without doubt, and I'd just bang it down straight away. And I I remember doing it once when we just had a newborn. We had two little daughters, actually. I have two little daughters. And so I went down the black run, and I was halfway down, and I was flying where your skates, uh, your your skis start to sort of hover off the ice. Mm. And I said to myself, mate, you got, like, you're an idiot. You've got kids now. So it wasn't just about me anymore. So for me, that was probably how I'd answer that. But it certainly... It certainly plays a part. There's no question about that. Yeah, it's interesting. I've never experienced it myself, but mm. I don't, I don't, I don't know of any top line swimmers either that have had kids. I know uh, Jeff Hugel had kids when he came back the second mm-hmm. time and said it was super hard because the mm. kids were up all night crying uh, and stuff like that. Right, and he's yeah, he's waking up at five a.m. but he's been up since three a.m. Um, found it really difficult. Um, but yeah, it's an it's an interesting point. You have a spare bedroom, but then. Jimmy, I had a spare room in the house, and you know, oh not, really? Not before a game, yeah. I would. Uh, and the wife was fantastic too. She 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 would look after if if, if there was a crying baby. I'd, yeah, I'd lock the door. I wouldn't hear anything. I'd, yeah. I'd back, back cave it. And have you still got that room? Ah, uh, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ad's got his jumper in here. Where's the jumper? Anyway, it's in here somewhere. Adam Peacock, mm. great to have your company, mate. There he is. Uh, go well. Uh, yeah. Any tips today? Any any mail, all right? Pink ivory in the vinery. Oh, righto. Uh, I've got pretty amazing in the vinery. Might do a little cheeky quinella. Yeah, uh, Jerry Harvey owns it. He needs that. Oh, Struth. Yeah, yeah. He's dead in the last 500 million. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just on the racing, did you hear about the um, Shelby 66 story? I watched the race. I had a friend who had a horse in it who was one of the favourites, actually. He's been on a bit of a winning streak. And uh, so I was glued to the race. And that yeah. Shelby 66 come out of nowhere in that race as well. Do you know the story, Sarah? No, I, I, I'm all ears, mate. So so it comes down, and I shared this the other day, but it comes down and it wins a highway. Now, for those who don't know, the highway races are there to basically give the country horses a chance to come to the big smoke and, and try and run at the big tracks and have a win. And they're limited to how many wins they can have. But in the space of about six or eight weeks, this horse had come down to run in a highway. So the the equi- and then it goes on to win a group one race, right? So the equivalent of this would be, and I shared this analogy, where a player's out there playing for the Bathurst Penguins in group ten, right? He's a decent player, not one of the top flight players. They make the grand final, they win the grand final, he gets man of the match, somebody's watching it, player goes down in the National Rugby League. Ciro says, come play for the West Tigers, who are outside the eight plays for the West Tigers. They win all these games, make the grand on the final. On the back of him. Yeah. On the back of him. Yeah. They're in the grand final. And then all of a sudden, it comes down to, okay, he's one of three to win the Clive Churchill medal. That In the space of eight weeks, this yeah. is exactly what it's yeah. like. He's got another race, right, which is essentially, it's the TJ Smith, where all the big guns, nature yeah. stripping, that'll be there. So if he wins that, that's him getting the Clive Churchill medal from eight weeks ago playing with yeah. the Bathurst Penguins. Was it Goulburn? 
Did it, the horse I think so, yeah. Melbourne. It's, yeah. It's a good yeah. name too. I, I, Shelby 66. When I first saw yeah. it, I thought, is that a, it's a car, is it? Yeah. The Shelby 66? Even again on the weekend, was it name. paying like 20 yeah. bucks or something yeah. like that? It's, They're it's, still not... The, the bookies price. don't like it. Still. No. Mm. And, yeah. and it just keeps running every week, which horses don't typically do, yeah. running yeah. in the heavy track. So, you know, when history settles down and it's all done and dusted, yeah. La Nina might be the major mm. reason why this horse, yeah, Shelby 66... Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so let us know on the text line some of those who have blast from nowhere. 0457 736 736. The young fellow who played for Richmond uh, in the grand final. Was it not last year, the year before? Yeah, he was an old. Marlon Pickett. Uh, uh, that's right. Yeah, he was a bit older. Was he 31? Yeah. Debuted in the grand final. And, and nearly got the yeah. Norm Smith medal. Yes. Yeah, he had a, had a really good game. Had an absolute blinder. Uh, 1300 01 1170 is the way to have your say. Right. Let's talk about your Bulldogs. Four Pines Park. This is a big game, a tricky game for Manly. Um, Trent Barrett, where are you with Trent Barrett, Missile? Much improved against Brisbane. I was really worried after the Cowboys game. Mm. Their attack looked the same as last year, not much doing. But they threw the ball around against Brisbane. Um, a few forwards get, keep getting stuck out in that back line. <laughs> yeah. And just stopping it to getting to, to Naden or Adokar. A couple of times, Adokar's on the wing, he's got a bit of space, and it just stops that one short. But I'm really happy with where they're, where they're at. I, th- I think Burton is a huge addition. His kicking game is top flight. Um, and the forward pack is is as good as any. Like, they, they rolled through Brisbane. I think they ran for 1,900 metres wow. last weekend to Brisbane's 1,200 or something like that. Mm. It's pretty dominant through the middle. So what are you expecting, a win against Manly or a big oh, fight? This is one of those games that, that Manly will be looking forward to, you know. Yeah. they. They put all the lower teams to the sword. Um, yeah. And that's what I'm worried about. The good teams, they're saying the good teams have figured out how to slow down Turbo. Uh, He's got a yeah, great record against the Bulldogs. Oh, scoring try. Yeah, yeah. Last two hat-tricks. Hat-tricks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's he paying? Two tries plus. Oh, uh, yeah. But oh, look, I, I, think, I think the Bulldogs can dominate Manly in the forwards. Their for, Manly's forward pack, for lack of a better term, have been pretty soft in the opening two rounds. I think Bulldogs can dominate them there, but... Can they slow down Tom Trebojevic? Uh, I, I tend to think probably not, but um, I, I'd be taking um, Bulldogs on the line. I think it's 10 and a half. Yeah. I like that. 10 yeah. and a half. Seems big, doesn't it? Plenty of rain down there too on the northern beaches, so it'll be a heavy, heavy 10, what do they call it? I don't yeah. Know, yeah, heavy a 10. Racing, yeah, well, racing terms. Wayne but, Hawks uh, was asked about the track out at Rose Hill during the week, and they said, what do you make of the track? He said, oh, It'll be somewhere between a heavy 10 and ridiculous. Like <laughs> <laughs> that, that's uh, where it's at yeah, at the moment, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You copped a bit of flash flooding this morning. I did, on the way in, yeah. It just a, uh, hadn't rained at my place, and then I, I went and dropped off some dry cleaning up at the local shops. And, and in a matter of in a matter of about 10 minutes, the, the downpour at North Ride is incredible. And, and Epping Highway, there's cars pulling over, there's roads flooded. I went through the Lane Cove Tunnel to, to, to come in here to the studio, and it was dry on the other side of the tunnel. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's crazy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, what's happening? Little pockets of rain all around Sydney. And yeah. You just don't know. Like you'll, you'll ring someone and or they'll say, oh, mate, is, is, is golf on or footy still on? You go, yeah, why? It hasn't rained here. That's, well, that's I, what... I've got people, like young fellas for training, kids from, from out west will say, is, is training on at Leichhardt? They'll say, yeah, we, we had no rain here, which normally rains, always rains at Leichhardt. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just it's real isolated in the little, little areas around the... City. We had all the kids' trials off today, and I'm going. Mm. Well, why? And my daughter's actually going to this NRLW game, which starts in about 20 minutes at, at Jubilee. And she said, "Oh, Dad, do you reckon it'll be on?" And I'm like, 
Yeah, well, of yeah. course it's going to be on. I've been dodging all the rain. Um, just on Matty Burton, Ciro. So you've been part of this New South Wales system for a long time. Was he a kid identified quite early, Matty Burton, coming through the system? No, not not really. No. Not really. He, 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 because his background from he, he came from the bush and yeah. he's he's been he was in the in the Penrith system, but um, certainly in the last couple of years, and and because there's, there's been a heavy heavy flavour of Penrith guys the last couple of years, and yeah. and, and staff too. Hay- yeah. Hayden Knowles, who was there previously, gone up to Newcastle now. H, um, so he he's um, like Matty's names has been sort of tossed around a little bit, but um, yeah, he's probably. Not not too far off, you know, but being in that extended squad, you know, Freddie likes to get emerging blues together every now yeah. and then, and, and, and I dare say Matty will be part of that for sure. Hayden Knowles, who you've known for a long, long time. Now, Hayden Knowles, uh, what would you say? He's the head of performance? Is high, that, high performance. High, high performance, yeah, yeah. right? So high performance. Hayden Knowles uh, was at the Panthers for a couple of years or, or many years. Mm-hmm. Gets them to where they are. They lose. And this is why I don't think Penrith will go back to back because, A, they've been up for two years. But you lose Matty Burton, who was so important to them at the end of the year. You lose Capewell, who, you know, he helped them sneak past Parramatta in that semi-final. But you lose a bloke like Hayden Knowles. A, how much is he a loss zero for Penrith? But B, how much of what he's sort of that osmosis he's had with the Panthers, can he take to Newcastle? Can he take some of the credit as to why the Knights are off to a decent start? I, if you asked him, I think he would <laughs> say that. Hey, no, no, he's, he's, he's very humble. But... um. I think Danny Badiris, you know, Bezzy's part of the, you know, he's, he's part of the Blues system, and 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 he's probably identified what H does there at Origin level too. Oh, he's right. been there, so so Hayden was was involved with the city side with us um, for several years with yeah with Freddie, and that, that transition into Origin, so he was always going to be part of that too, and he, he's done a great job there as well. So I think I think I think what Bezzy saw there, he said, I want that. Well, that's transferred to to, to 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 Newcastle, and and Hayden lives up on. He's at Lake Macquarie. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's he's at the he's at the far end, so he's not far from from Newcastle. So when he was at Penrith, I think he was, you know, staying down um, a couple of days a week, and he's got a young fan. Well, not his, his kids are teenagers now, yeah. but I think just the 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 opportunity to to go to work and come home every night was 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 too good to knock back. What's when, the strength the of nights, him? Like, what, what what's it? Mate, he, he he knows the game, and he, and he knows what 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 makes footballers tick. Yeah. And he understands when he needs to up the ante and when to sort of you know pull back a little bit too, you know. And he, he, when, he and, and the coaches really rely on him for that feedback too. Wow. So. When we talk high performance, we're talking what strength and conditioning, Co- like yeah, ev- everything is everything. It away from yeah. football. So recovery, yeah, all all, all that stuff. Yeah, yes, it, it's so a weights. Hayden's backgrounds, um, athletics too. He, he was oh. heavy into athletics as, yeah. as as a young fella, and and then into sprinting. All that, so he's worked yeah, with a lot of okay. sprinters. So. Yeah. But yeah, the um, the S and C stuff. So he he's across you know all 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 all, all components of of, yep. of of league training. So yep. and works closely with the sports scientists. And he'll say, all right, boys, we've done enough enough on the field today. And yep. if guys are hitting marks on you know when they wear the GPS stuff at training and they're getting out their, their loads here, you know. But they he's a sort of bloke that won't rely on that all the time. He'll he'll know and he'll have a gut feeling. Right, we need to do a little bit more here, mm. boys, or we'll. From there, yeah, we're going to the gym and do a bit of boxing. Loves, you know, loves loves boxing and all that sort of stuff as well. Some alternate training stuff too. So, mm. uh, plenty of text messages. We'll get to those when we return. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Have your say. It is uh, the great James Magnuson, Paul Siren, and I'm Joel Kane. I'm breaking back with more crunch time after this. 
brought to you by Isuzu. The Isuzu D-Max is born to live. James Magnuson, Paul Siren, and I'm Joel Kane. Ciro, Sugar and Jimmy, I have a theory. It looks like halves and back lines are setting much deeper this year versus just flat attack. Am I wrong? Have you noticed anything? Rooster men, what do you think, Ciro? Um, I, I saw a couple of uh, examples last night, actually, in the game, but they're just running those block plays. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't play those... That's too flat when you're attacking on the on the line. So yeah, but it, it's good to see. You know, using the ball wide and you know, more expansive game is uh, is it's certainly better to watch than blokes just hitting it up and yeah. They, you know, you're seeing like these sort of train formations where there's almost mm. four coming through in a row and they are certainly mixing up. What, what's your observation? You know Steve? what I'm hating at the moment when we talk about the the attack styles at the moment and halves digging into the line and they're getting hit a millisecond late. Again, mm. last night, the kickers were getting hit a millisecond yeah. late and they're calling a penalty downfield where the kick lands. Yeah. If halves are no chance of ever getting hit, what's to stop them just walking into a defensive oh, yeah. line yeah. or, you know, getting right up to the defensive line to put the kick in on the fifth? I, I don't like the way that it's going. Yeah. I know you can it, almost I, play for it, you mean, as a yeah, half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, yeah, up, get yeah, right yeah, up there. I, I yeah. think so. And and part of digging into the line as a half is going to be yeah. willing to wear the, wear the knot. Yeah. But at the moment, 10 in the bin last week for Sewer, which almost wrecked and, that Dragons game. Yeah. And then on, on, on Thursday. Again, yeah, on, Thursday, yeah, again Thursday, on Thursday. Yeah. And then last yeah, night, there was, last there was a penalty really early in the game last night where I think it was Ilias for, the, for South, puts mm. up a bomb in their half, gets hit around midsection, second, like less than a second after he kicks, and they get a, a penalty right on the, the Roosters' line. Mm. I just don't like the way we're going with that. I think that's one... I, I don't know if the referees have been told to clamp down on it, but it's it's one thing with uh, the start to the season that's kind of thrown me a little bit. You're right. You're not even getting... So, A, Ilias has a kick, so therefore it's their last play typically of the set. So not only do you get the penalty, you get... It's almost a double penalty. You get where the ball lands... Yeah, then you get six the pen. Yeah. It's a yeah. brutal pen. Yeah. For something that's yeah. milliseconds, yeah. it's too there brutal. There was another one last week, and this is going against my own team, but yeah. uh, Carrigan hit Burton after mm. he kicked. He basically held him in the air yeah. and, and lowered him I to know, the yeah, ground, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the and Bulldogs got, got a penalty 50 right. metres downfield. Yeah. Like, uh, have your say, 0457 736 736. This is Crunch Time, brought to you by Isuzu. The Isuzu D-Max is born to live. Uh, it certainly is. Uh, 0457 736 736. Uh, the Isuzu D-Max Born to Live has bring us this today. Boys, I'll just tell you a quick story as we get ready for the NRLW. The Roosters take you on the Dragons. The captain of the Roosters team is a lady called Corbin Baxter, formerly known Corbin McGregor. Anyway, we picked this young kid to play in our state cup team. And, and he's the youngest kid in the team. And so we thought, you know what? He'll be better for the run next year playing up at age. So we pick him. Little Carter, right? And it happens to be the son of Corbin Baxter, right? Mm. And so being the younger one, you know, like you've got to bide your time a little bit. And, and the mum couldn't get up there on the Friday because she's training for the Roosters. So she comes up Corbin on the Saturday afternoon. And he's sort of fine and he's way into the team, and as you'd appreciate being so young. So I thought, I'm going to start him in this game. I'm going to start him. So Corbin literally turns up. And she's carrying the little bag, uh, the uh, seat you get from Kmart, you know, those ones. And I see her turning up. He's defending on the wing. First play, they're attacking him. I thought, oh, no, they're going to score on him as soon as he turns up. Long pass. Intercept. Intercept. <laughs> Little Carter. Over the 20, <laughs> over the halfway line, goes all the way. First thing she saw, and he scores oh, the try. It was yeah, outstanding. Good. Anyway, more to come. This is Crunch Time. Ciro, the missile, Magnus, and I'm Joel Kane. I'm breaking back with more. 
They're swept around at the back. Madden goes Good back play. in field to Tamo. Tamo challenges for the line. He spins around. The captain plays the ball and claims the try. Last play, Egan. Long pass right to left. Goes to Nikarima, who was dropped last week back in the side. Here comes a kick from Harris Tavita. They're going to try and isolate Norfoluma, who knocks the ball on. It goes back away to Ewan Aiken. I think he scores the try. They make a meal of this, and the Warriors are about to make it six points to four. They point to the spot. It's going to go over the dead ball. Oh, it might have gone over the dead ball line, or Luciano Leilua might have pinched it. You thought it was going dead. Luciano Leilua, he claims the try. The referee says, no way, Jose. We're going back to the 20. 28 metres out on the attack. Surveying his options on the last. Do they go back to Nofaluma? They had success here. I don't know why they keep going to Stafford Tower, who shows he can jump. They go to Stafford Tower. No, this time it was Laurie. Oh, he let it bounce. He let it bounce. And Poppy. Poppy is off to the races, picks it up. An easy try. And the Warriors will take the lead. So they've scored two tries off kicks. Easy, simple kicks. They've made a meal of that. Crossfield kick, they charge up high, goes back to Laurie, offload back away, it goes to the 16, Musgrove, Musgrove scores under the post, Tigers back, Warriors 14, West Tigers 10, kick to come, 14 points to 12, West Tigers trailing the Warriors, it's two tries apiece, it's an entertaining game, there's no question about that, two teams desperately trying not to lose. Yeah, we might try and catch up with Tony Kemp uh, to get his views on that. Uh, Bye, G. We had, tell you what, gents, we had during the call, and, and Gibbo was panelling at the time, in the second half, every time there was a mistake, which there was shite loads, <laughs> we played the Benny Hill music. <laughs> yeah. And there was about, there was, a, there was a three-minute period where it was just kept getting played. Yeah, that's it, disappointing. It was literally the same last week, Titans-Warriors. The Warriors sometimes need to just bite down on the mouth guard, I think, and do a bit of the tough stuff to open up some of that that ball playing. Yeah, yeah, they're um and and, and two of their senior players too, like like the captain, Fenua Blake, yeah. and, and and Matt Lodge. Their, their their pass selection at times leaves a lot to be desired. You know, offloads and and long balls they were throwing last night. You know, but it uh, yeah. Oh, oh well, yeah, Nathan Brand, I have to sit him in and have a chat to him. So. Simple things though, like mm. Fenua Blake goes to the line, throws a forward pass. Lodge goes to the line, throws a, a gridiron ball. Mm five metres forward. Mm. But you know what I think it is, boys, is you watch, and I used to think, why does Bellamy get so fired up in the box? But it's a little bit like parenting in many ways. If you let a kid keep getting away with stuff, they sort of keep doing it because the consequences aren't there. If Bellamy sees a little 1% of go wrong, he's just onto them at training. So they know in the game... You know, they throw a pass that was slightly forward. That's that attention to detail. And he comes down on them like a a ton of bricks. And as a result, you don't see as much of... And I see it with the Dragons where Zach Lomax is just, you know, with all respect to him, he's a great player. But sometimes you just got to hold the ball and tuck away the flick pass. And it's those things that... I don't think Bellamy accepts. I don't think Robinson accepts. I know they had a shocking game last night. I was, I was listening to a, a Storm player on a podcast at one point, and he said uh, they, they'd bring it up in the video session, the next video session. And he said often Bellamy wouldn't say anything. He said it would be one of the big three that would step in. Wow. It would be a Slater or a Smith or a Cronk would step in and give them a dressing down. And you see Bellamy blow up in the blocks, but they'd say he'd just pause it in the video session. And they they were scared as that Cam Smith yeah. was going to give him a dressing down in front of the rest yeah. of the team. And some of those clubs that don't have that senior playing group or that authoritative figure, it, maybe the coach does need to step in and give them a dressing down. But um, yeah, certainly those lower those lower teams, you see them just 
taking chances with no real consequence for a poor choice. That, and that's what it, it's a rush of blood, right? So uh, Cameron Smith, when you think about his career, Ciro, he never had that rush of blood, did he? He never sort of pushed that pass. Cool, or calm, collected just, at all times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. – and just when, when your whole team – or when the player in your team who touches the ball the most is completing everything and they're not – and that's what the game's about, right? Whereas yeah. teams like the Tigers and the Warriors and the Dragons the other night where they've just got to make everything happen now and they, ah, yeah, they throw yeah, the pass. Look, uh, the young Pommy said – Oliver Gildart, yeah, look, you know, oh, last night, tried, tried the flick, you know, and it just, you know, it, it, it looks yeah, spectacular when it comes off, but yeah. the, it's not the percentage play, it's you know. Percentage it, 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 it wasn't then either. No. So, but, um, well, that's why those, those sides are down the bottom of the table because they, they just don't have that, that game management from their, their senior players or their halves or, you I know, think, they, they, it's... I think that's the one thing that, that looks different for the Broncos for me this year. They've added one player in Adam Reynolds. Yeah. And maybe that's the accountability that he now holds those players to. Because watching the Broncos last week, they were the worst for it last year. Last week, mm. they never pushed that pass. They never took that extra chance. They never got frazzled. And it was just the addition of one player. And sometimes I think that's all it takes. Well, that's starts in training too, mate. Uh, you know, Renault's been there now for for several months. And he's mm. and that was his first game. But he, he's he's I guess his his demeanour from training has has rubbed off on the other halves too in the in the club, and they they're, they're a bit more mature and a bit more settled. You know, there's, there's not that frantic that you know that frantic, we've got to score every set of six. You know, there, there's that patience building up, and and they're playing a lot better footy for it too. Yeah, uh, this one Bondi Jacks on the text. He says uh, James and the boys. The events after the Chooks' first set were incredible. This time Atkins and the bunker, a soft piggyback penalty, then the BS Ilias kick penalty, six again, line dropout, six again, try. Then Billy Smith gets a perfect 20-metre quick tap. Uh, Twelve Souths players are standing offside and never retire as uh, Toops is about to go 80 metres. AJ is eight metres offside, but Atkins and the bunker ignore it. AJ scores 12-0. Uh, not one commentator mentions it all night, uh, including Robbo. Uh, that said, we were awful. Cheers, Bondi Jack. Uh, look, I didn't see the game because we were at the other game at the Balmain Hotel and we're heading home. I, I did see the highlights, but mm. what did you think of? Oh, I got your back, Bondi Jack. Am I the first one to bring it up? Yeah, uh, yeah no, I, I agree. The Ilias penalty was ridiculous and the commentators brushed over it. I, 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 you can tell sometimes when Freddie or Joey are in the background just holding their tongue because yeah. they don't want to lash the referees too much. Mm. But it was, a, it was a shocker, and it was a momentum turner. And Souths did score off the back of it. Um, it's, I reckon that the, the Dragons over the opening two rounds were the team that got dudded the most. Um, they With got Sua. smashed against Penrith. Penrith scored 16 po- points while Sewer's off the field in, in that first game. And then on the, the other night, Sewer gets 10 in the bin again. For it, it seems now a head high isn't a penalty. It's a 10 in the bin. I don't know, we've gone back to that magic round of last year where we're going really mm. extreme again. But, um, yeah, a couple of small decisions already this weekend having pretty significant effects on results. But all, all, all you want is consistency. Yeah. If, 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 if they're going to blow a penalty for for something, well, they they could do it all game, you know. Yeah. And, and there's always that you know, softening up period or the early in a game when they'll, you know, they'll, they'll stamp their authority on a, you know, a certain part of the game. But... But it, it, it can be, you know, it, it, and poor old Dragons have, have, have copped it. And obviously, the Roosters last night too early in the game too. They've, you know, they've uh, turned a blind eye to things. So, 
I tell you what, boys, I want to uh, actually, Sarah, I want to speak to you about this because uh, I'm just trying to bring this game up last night. And this is what's been happening, and it's not really being spoken about. Where And it's so important because you only get eight minutes changed. Now, what happens last night, a, a quite innocuous uh, play where Chanel Harris-Tavita comes from the field for HIA. So he's off for 15 minutes. And when he comes off, Jazz Tavanga comes onto the field, right? And this is what you're seeing all the time. We saw it in round one with the Raiders. And it's not this is not up uh, Nathan Brown because this is just what you can, you can do. So Jazz Tavanga comes onto the field for... Um, Harris Tavita. Harris Tavita, right? So in my opinion, this is quickly fixed. Yeah, this is what happens, yeah. Um, this is what happens. So in my opinion, Harris Tavita comes off. Jazz Tavanga comes onto the field. I believe that you should have to take off Jazz Tavanga, getting back off the field. And if you want to get Jazz Tavanga on, you need to use an interchange card because what happens is Jazz Tavanga comes onto the field for Harris Tavita, and then he comes back on. Josh Curran is due a spell. He comes back on. Josh Curran comes off. I didn't know you were allowed to do that. Yeah. that that's, so the Warriors get two interchanges for free. So late in the game, the Warriors have essentially 10 interchanges. And, and when you see the replay for Harris Tavita, seriously, nothing's happened. So they essentially get 10 interchanges to mm. the West Tigers' eight, which is significant, particularly late in the game when... Stefano Yatoikamano comes off and there's Blake's cramping up too, Joel. They're, yeah. But both sides were in the last last five or ten minutes, yet they were spent. You know, there was Blake's that's right. doubled over and cramping up and uh, you know, it, they were yeah, they were buggered. That's right. Know? So so my point on this zero is <laughs> yeah. is that with the extra Josh couple. Curran clearly the fact that they've chosen him to come off, they mm. clearly know he's due a spell, yeah. right? So if you made the rule that Harris Tavita has to replace the player who come on for them, which in that case was Jazz Tavanga. Jazz is fine. He's only been on for 13, 14, 15 minutes. Yeah. Then to get Josh Curran off, you must use an interchange. Mm. You Seems get him off for nothing. Sense. I didn't know that wasn't the case. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. So they, could, insane. They, could, they could be rotating props with halves. That's what you're seeing. Well, I know Bailey, Bailey came on for Katoa. Yeah. And then he he went to the back row, and then when Chanel went off, he moved to five eight actually, when, when, because Jazz came into the, in the middle of the ruck, so yeah. he was playing in there, and they, they just yeah, they shifted someone that, at, 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 to that other edge. So so, so nothing illegal on Nathan Brown's no, part, no, no, not at all. But it just uh, and and I don't know was was one of those calls from, from the bunker on those guys, or, or there was a Warriors call. I, I don't know. We didn't have the um, yeah, the audio all right. for that. So but... you, you you would know if if, if, the, if the bunker said right, get him off for an HIA. Yeah. Well then, you know it's it's the clubs involved are going to say, well, we've got to get him off, and you know. And, but at and, least yeah. if you've got Jazz Tavanga back off the field, yes, Brownie's still got the situation where he needs to get Josh Curran off very shortly, and he probably wants break. to get him. So therefore, you're at least using one interchange. Exactly. Yep. Currently, you're getting mm. two players off, and you and it's costing you nothing. I've, which I've, is, I've got to be honest, I didn't know that that was a, the, the case. Either. Yeah. No yeah. one, no one's yeah. talking about it, Cyril. Yeah. I think it's a uh, great yeah. blot on the game. And, and then people will say, well, what happens if in the rare case that Something happens to Jazz Tavanga, well, he comes off. Well, if Jazz Tavanga comes off in that 15 minutes, sure, that's your interchange, and then he goes back on without a further interchange. But it's got to cost you one. Yeah. You, you yeah. can't get a player off who hasn't been off like uh, Josh Curran and without it being costing you a interchange. single interchange. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's, uh, it's, a, that's insane. it's a sneaky. It's a, it's, a mass, <laughs> it's a massive sneaky. Just on that, Ciro, uh, on, the, on the subject of interchange, because your interchange, one of the most famous, 89 grand final, blocker yourself, come off. What do you think about in today's game of that being the case? 
So once you're off, you're off. Mm. So oh, ha- sure. have as many benches as you want. Then you're mm. testing your, your depth. Yeah. But once you come off, you come off. And therefore, HIA, the game's not as fast and brutal and impact. And what, what do you have make you, of that? Have you only got four replacements? No, I, I, you, I actually saying, don't you? think it should be a concern how many you have. Okay. Because cause clearly you want to use your best players for as, for long, as long as you can. As you can. Yeah. If you're using eight or nine, you're clearly getting down into your stocks. Yeah. So it's another strategy. I, yeah. I, I'd have unlimited interchange. But when you're off, you're off. So, therefore, you may treat it where you might go, okay, we've got this young bloke who's a goer. Mm. His job's to come on for 20 minutes. Jason Tamalolo, who we know can't play 80 minutes, we're going to put him on with 15 to go in the first half and hold on for dear life and him try and win us the game. Yeah. I, I just think it would slow down the, you know, the big, you know, it, it would change the game and bring the halves back. Into, it's a, the competition more where they're playing tired bodies. I don't know. What do you think, Zero? Mm. Oh, look, I, I, I don't mind the... the and the game's so much faster than it was in the eighties yeah. too, too, Giles. And it's it, it's 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 more intense. It, it's 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 faster, harder. You know, everything is is has been jacked up by times ten. You yeah. Know? So I, I I think I think I think eight eight changes is 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 pretty good. When they had twelve, twelve was too many. Well, there's unlimited, which well, was now just they're like touch ten footy. through this HIA. Well, well, well that's mm. it. But I, I'm sure they'll, they'll they'll have a look at it. The yeah. powers, powers of B at some stage, I'll go. Well, hang on a minute. If 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 a comes off and replaced by B, and then you know C comes on to replace. Yeah, yeah. So there's 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 got to be some some tweaking with that, I guess. But um, if if clubs can get away with it, they they certainly will. Mate, Are they know? still if, talking reducing to six? Well, there was talk around that, yeah. but now, now with the HIA and, and you've got that 18th Blake, that, you know, yeah, that's activated too. If if you lose someone for the game, you know, Bulldogs last week against the Broncos used Tavita in three separate stints. Mm. Did they? They used three of their eight interchanges on Tavita. Yeah, that's not. Wow. Yeah, it was. It was. You got to going play. like a lunatic while he was out you there. You got to play but... bigger minutes. Mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you got to pace yourself. Yeah, there, yeah. There, there's a. Yeah, and and he's experienced enough to to know that. But if if, if the coach is saying, well, that's how we're going to play, well then. You know, good luck to him. Yeah, I'll look, I'll look that up. So it was three times they used Tavita Pangai Jr. Yeah. Uh, 1300 Uh This one here before we go to the break. Uh, I need a hot tip, lads. Missile, something with juicy odds, please. Have you got something? <laughs> Not off the top of my head. I'll give you one when we come back from the break. Right, right up, there you go. There you go. Throw your name on that text too, by the way. 1300 This is crunch time. All thanks to the Isuzu D-Max. Born to live. A break and back with more. Oh, well, this is a great community because Tassie Mike is chasing tips and Rooster Man is providing him. He says, uh, uh, race six, race six, the front man, uh, 20 to one, uh, has come for it during the week through the Mowers Club. A New Zealand snorkeler born with flippers and waller each way, Rooster Man. So that's uh, the front man, race six. Uh, Miss Isle, have you got something you've yep. been searching? Yeah, I've got something. Coming up next race at Rose Hill in five minutes time, race number three, number 14, Monigal. Number 14, paying eight bucks. It's had a bit of success on a heavy track and that's what we've got out there at Rose Hill today. So, more remortgage the house. Jump <laughs> oh, responsibly. Yes. Responsibly. I, I tell you what, I um, I do, he loves the pressure, this bloke. You know why? Rachel Because, Ciro, the easy out for our man, the missile, would have been, okay, what time is it? Yeah, we're off air at uh, 2 o'clock. I'll look for race after 2, yes. right? But he went, nah, nah, we're going to be on air. Well, we'll, we'll, have, to, we'll, we'll have to watch it. it. Yeah, <laughs> right. We'll have to follow that now. Yep, some eat it, some get eaten by it. And he's gone for that, by the way, around the grounds, uh, nine minutes into the first half, and it is four points to nil. Uh, Polly Gray, I'm on Polly Gray here, so it's uh, you versus me. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Berry. Versus yeah, okay. Polly Gray. Tommy Berry, yeah, he's been in form this year. The, um, so just going through, um, you were talking about 
Tavita Pangai Jr. So last week, he was off after 14 minutes. It's a short stint. 14. He comes back on at 28, off at 50. So there's another 22. He's Plus, play- he gets the half-time break. So he's only played 10 yeah. minutes after half-time. He's playing in the middle. He must be on the middle. Well, yeah, he started the middle, at front row. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and they put Corey Waddell out to the okay. back row. Yeah. Actually, there you go. So they've worked out with him. He's 14 minutes top. So he started the first 14 minutes, came off, played 12 minutes to half-time, half-time break, plays 10 minutes, and then... 13 minutes. So he's essentially had four stints. 14, 12, yeah. 10, and 13. That's bizarre, isn't it? And you yeah. know the funny thing? He, he was blowing after like two minutes. He was walking the last one back yeah. after the kick chase. Like, I don't know. Like, look, he has impact. He The thing about Tevita is he runs so hot while he's out there. He's just trying to smash everyone. He's going at a million miles an hour. So it's no wonder he only lasts for 14 minutes. Tell you what, uh, just on the swimming, did your boys swim? Zero as a kid. Uh, they did a lot of training in the pool. They're both pretty good swimmers, actually. Yeah. And, and and we took them. I think they were about twelve, thirteen. Then they started, you know, what, what squad like, stuff and oh, that? just stuff at yeah at, at Rod Eastwood. Yeah, you know, the, the legs club there. But they, were, yeah, they got to a fairly good level. But they just sort of dropped off with the footy stuff, and you know, that was all too much. But they didn't do squad training or anything like that. I'll tell you what, for, for rugby league... Great uh, training, swimming. Oh. Great training. So there's two things I notice coaching junior sport for touch footy in rugby league. The two things I notice is the kids who have come from a soccer bra- background, very, very good on their feet and spatial awareness and those sorts of things. And almost every time, the best athletes uh, are the swimmers, those who are also doing some swimming. I, I reckon my, my boys don't do it. Or girls don't do it, but mm. but I reckon, geez, it's good for a mate. The lung capacity, and- yeah, yeah, good for fitness, good for strength. Um, this is my plan if, when I yeah. have children in the future, so young age, three, four, start them in gymnastics. Yeah, gymnastics first, get yeah. that core stability, that upper body strength. Yep. Then next one, I go swimming. Yep. Get them into swimming, and then I get them into little athletics, and then from there, by the time they're say ten years old and they've been exposed to those three. Pick your pick your poison. Your I reckon I've got the perfect little athlete. I reckon you're right. No, I, I uh, totally agree with that. Well, mine did. T-ball, nippers, yep. soccer. Mate, you name it, they did everything. So yep. they had to, had a choice of what they wanted to do. So, But, mate, it was, it was punishing every weekend. Get going, <laughs> mate. Let me tell you. Yeah. It's punishing. Mate, oh, let Zero. me go. you got four, you got four kids. i four kids, oh, but, yeah, but at least back in the day no when you were No wonder you work there. every weekend. When you were um, uh, coming through as a parent uh, of two boys, yes. uh, you would know there was training by way of someone saying at the last session, uh, guys, next training's this. Yeah. Mate, we are on four million WhatsApp groups. Oh, oh is that the go now? Oh, WhatsApp, WhatsApp group with WhatsApp. parents. And, and, oh, do they, <laughs> do they have this. a go at the... Oh. Uh, <laughs> this is my kind of race. What the... This is the, like mini talk racing talk or something. Pony it? racing. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you I was go. a bit worried then. I thought that was a race. <laughs> do they, <laughs> what do they, uh, do they rip into the coach on the WhatsApp or? Well, no, but what they, what, no the this, coach is on there too. So. Yeah, what oh, we need to, okay. Can we please yeah. stop doing this, right? I, I need coaches of all disciplines to stop this. I'm calling this as a, a national situation, which ScoMo needs to jump onto. <laughs> WhatsApp groups, it should be illegal to ask this question. Can you please let me know if you're coming to training, right? So most squads, 14, 10, 20, right? Yeah. In yeah. most cases, the majority of people Are will coming. be coming, yes. right? 
If so you're not, can you please say? Can you please let me know direct? If you're not, if you're not coming to training, training otherwise yeah. I'll see you there. Yeah. Because what you get is twenty yes, I'll be there. Yes, I'll be there. Thumbs yeah. up, thumbs up. Mm. It and, just kills you. Uh, and my my uh, watch is linked to my phone, so every time it just buzzes. Your WhatsApp group, so it's going nonstop. That's so, right. Yeah. And you get vilified if you exit the WhatsApp group because they can see that That's you've right. left the chat. That's right. So isn't that funny? Like. Can't, why does WhatsApp make you publicise? You, oh, you can't just discreetly leave, yeah, can yeah. you? It's a new thing. And and we got, we got some really interesting ones towards the back end of my swimming career where you get added into, A, like the Olympic WhatsApp, which is the whole oh. team, but then B, the, the swim team WhatsApp. And then within the swim team, at what's, uh, there's a boys team WhatsApp and there's a freestyle relay team oh, WhatsApp. No. Like, and there's so much different. And, and then, you know, different talk for different chats. Yeah. Someone sends what he wanted to go to the boys' relay team WhatsApp to the entire Olympic team WhatsApp. Yeah. We, had, uh, we were over in Rio uh, before, before the swimming started, and one of the boys wanted to send something to the group chat. So he put one of these filters on so he looked like a bumblebee and filmed himself on his back, legs pulled up, doing a fart. Oh, he sends it to, to the, the wrong entire, <laughs> we're talking coaches, oh, yeah. support staff, oh, no. admin staff, oh, no. sent it to everyone. And we went into dinner that night and everyone's kind of looking to who's going to say it. <laughs> he kind of owned it. and every, it was, was it deleted? That's the other thing too on WhatsApp. Like, so you can't just delete. It says, it says that you've yeah. deleted it. Well, he didn't. And everyone's like, what did he, what he, 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 he didn't delete Because that's often more incriminating yeah. than what you've actually done. It was a little <laughs> bit harmless, but some of the stuff that gets sent in WhatsApp groups, you can imagine if that goes to yeah. the... The staff oh, at the AOC. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, I have never in my life, I've never raced an Olympian, right? Head-to-head race. I'm about to do that. Polly Gray. <laughs> Polly Gray versus Monigle. Tommy Berry and Rachel King. There we yeah. go. So we've Racing. started. Uh, I'm on the grey, by the way, so I'm easy to find. Monigle. Um, settled in. He's going to be a backmarker. Mm-hmm. What, what colour? Red. She's red. red. There the... Was it four, don't you, there? Okay, yeah. all right. Well, Polly Gray's got the run at this stage of the game. It's Kane in front as they uh, do the duck dive at the how, first how, turn. How far is it, 1,800, this race, is it? Or? I, I hope it's a long 2, way 000, from that start. 2,000, 2,000. <laughs> okay, yeah. And Monigal is going to need the full 2,000 after that start. Thank you very much, Seal. Uh, 2,000 metres. Keep the ticks uh, coming through. Uh, what's this one, Roosterman? Sugar, another one. Those that train, they play. Rules for coaches. What's rules, that, sorry? Rules for coaches. Oh, rules another for coaches. One, another one Roosterman suggesting you add there. Oh, okay. Uh, rules for coaches. Those that train, they play. Well, that wouldn't have worked for Barr. Terry Lamb. He, he didn't train, did he? No. Barr. No big trainer, really. Well, he was a bit busted. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah, he yeah. didn't need to, Siro, would he? He'd just come out and... Oh, just back up. Back up. S- score a couple of tries. And a great what was the study he went on a did. tour one time and played like a record number of games on an Australian tour or something like that? The 86 tour, yeah. I was, I was on it too. So, so, so Barr was involved with every game. So oh, yeah. he, he, he was either in the starting side or on the bench. So there was a... The how King, many would that have been? Kangaroo, 20 games there was on the tour. Ooh. Over how long, Siro? Uh, uh, no, eight, nine weeks. So you play... You play Saturday, Wednesdays. That's a big. It's a long Saturday, time away Wednesday, from home, Saturday. isn't it? Yeah. Well, he, he he didn't tour again after that, didn't he? But no, he he just said for family reasons he wasn't available to go on tours. So was that peak him at his peak around then? 80, oh yeah, pretty, eighty-six. Yeah, he he'd was, still be young. Wouldn't oh, he? Uh, he was, but he had a young family too. So yeah, okay. I think um, what the bar I was twenty-one. So he would have been. He would have been twenty-five, twenty-four, twenty-five then. So yep. yeah, you know, he was. 
He's still building his career too. He's he got, he got a lot better after that too, after eighty six. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Okay, they turn Ooh. for home. I, I don't know if either of us are going to win, got. but it looks like uh-huh. Polly Gray. Come on, the Gray. Ooh, it's it's a chance here, the Gray. Come it's on, the ticking. Gray. It's kicking. It's kicking. Come on, Polly, get there. I uh, think Polly's going to be just short. Is it? Uh, There's a hundred oh, to go. Oh, the four's uh, going to hang uh, on. The black and gold. Yeah, yeah just going to fall short. It was always going to just miss, wasn't it? Yeah, it misses by a head. Polly Gray, uh, Monigold missed by postcode. But Sorry, that's okay. uh, <laughs> uh, who's just lost their house? Yeah, uh, that Tassie uh, Mike. Mike's in trouble. Oh, oh they're, they're pretty cheap houses. Yeah, at Tassie, house mate. prices are cheap. Just buy, buy a couple more, Mike. <laughs> Bloody Will Pike, Mount Popper. Mount Popper, Will Pike. Uh, Mount you Popper. mentioned oh, Willie Pike. You know the funny thing about that? Yeah. I was just looking for. A, he, he wanted long odds on my sports bank account. I was. Uh, I had money on Mount Popper. Oh, no. <laughs> he said he wanted long odds. Yeah. He said he wanted long odds. He'll be on the next plane up to Sydney. Um, <laughs> keep the text messages coming through. Just on this, right? So I thought about Terry Lamb today. Did you boys see the Buddy Franklin thing last night? Oh, yeah. So good. Pretty good crazy, wasn't it? Yeah. Pretty crazy. Do you know what, right? So I heard a stable mate of ours, Gary Lyon, talking about the fact that, you know, the Swans own Sydney and blah, 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 blah. I don't necessarily agree with those comments, given the fact that, you know, if you asked everybody who your primary team is, I don't think the Swans would feature uh, that high amongst all Sydney siders. So if you're factoring in the West Tigers, the Bulldogs, GWS, all those teams. However, for about two months, I reckon, there was promotion around Buddy Franklin kicking a 1,000 goals. Yeah. And and I think the AFL do it far better than us when it comes to milestones and when it comes to awards, like their Brownlows versus our Dally M's. So for for, for months, they're promoting Buddy Franklin 1,000 goals, Buddy Franklin 1,000 goals. Mm. So he becomes the sixth Sixth. best goal kicker or most prolific goal kicker in the history of the AFL, right? And the scenes were unbelievable. Like half an hour or so it took him to... Did you see it? Yeah, you yeah, saw? yeah. Yeah, I saw it. One of my mates actually was over the fence into the field. Yeah. He said as, his, as he was lining up, before his foot had even hit the ball, people were 20 metres under the pitch on their way oh, yeah. to get to him. Yeah. yeah, he had to kick it too. That was oh, a pressure yeah. kick. Yeah. Four, four goals, no behinds. He kicked yeah. everyone, every opportunity he had. The other one with that was his sister flew from LA back to Sydney to come to that game. If he doesn't get the thousand oh. goals, and and she she had her flight booked again for Monday to fly back Honestly. to LA, wow. yeah, bit of bit of pre- and four oh. goals against Geelong, that's yeah. no gimme. Yeah. No, she's our confident. Mm. Actually, you know what? That makes it three games in a row. Him against Geelong at the SCG, four goals. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, but where I was going to with this, and, and well done, Buddy Franklin, and well done to the AFL for for those scenes, and they really leaned on the plugger situation and how that happened, and I, I actually felt for. Buddy Franklin, he was very, um, it was very claustrophobic. They oh, were all mate, over him. Yeah, yeah that, that was, yeah, I mean, he, he could have got hurt too. I mean, oh, yeah. Blake's, Blake's running in with phones <laughs> and just bang. Yeah. Oh, how many phones were there? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, so where I was going to with this and, and why they do it so much better, Billy Slater, who's not long retired, Billy Slater retires with 190 tries, which is the second most... After in the Ir- history of the Irvine. game, after Irvine, yeah, that's, right? That's the second most in the history of the game. Brett Morris, who retired last year, he, there's only four who's had more than 175. So in the rankings where Brett Morris got to with his tries, for all intents and purposes, is above where Buddy Franklin got to with his goals. But there was nothing about Brett Morris yeah. cracking 175. There was nothing about Billy Slater mm. getting to 190. There was no hype around, really, 
when Andrew Johns broke the record for most points and then ultimately Cameron Smith broke yeah. the record. Like, That's what I was thinking when I was watching it last night. What's our version? I mean, there was a lot of fanfare yeah, yeah. around Smith's 400th. Yeah. But they didn't run on the field still. Yeah, what's our version? Is it tries? Points? I don't know. I don't know. Highest, highest point scorer. Highest points. Yeah. yeah. In the game. I'd love to yeah, see yeah, a moment yeah. like that. But, but I was driving home, Ciro, mm. uh, and for months I'd see the big billboards and it'd be Buddy Franklin's 1,000. Mm. You know, we, we don't ever see mm. that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it made me start to think about with, with games, like, you know, like, wouldn't it be good to say, drive home and there's a billboard and it says, 19 sleeps to the Bulldogs take on the Eels. Uh, you know, those sort of rivalries. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't see that build-up. Nah, mm. I'll tell you what, if Bulldogs beat Manly at Brookvale on Sunday, you'll see me running out after Matt Burton on the middle of the field. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Security. Yeah, yes, look out, 0457 736 and break it back with more. Well, I should disclose this, gentlemen. Um, the text I got the other week for the 101 shot, which won, I didn't share it with anyone. The same bloke has texted me, uh, little Stevie, in the next at Mornington. So it's $16 into $10. Do as you please. Okay, I just wanted to... I'm on it. Our, our, our man and Tazzy, you can get your money back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jump on that. Mike, yeah. Tazzy Mike. Tazzy Mike. You, you want 11, to get some back. 11 Tazzy bucks Mike. on sports bet. I just got it out. There you go. Yeah. So... Um, do as you please. Okay, boys, let's look at this uh, gearing up for Saturday footy. Thanks to Dometic Patrol, an icebox with a sense of adventure. We start with the Panthers taking on the Knights. And I can tell you this, that from the 18-man squad that ran out grand final day for the Penrith Panthers, the 18-man squad that is, 10 of those players are not available. 10 of the 18 from the grand final last year are unavailable. Ooh. For the Newcastle Knights, Kalen Ponga is out. He won't be returning from the knee injury. So what do you make of this game? Who are... Uh... Saifidi and Clemmer back in. Saifidi, I don't believe Clemmer. Yeah. Uh, Saifidi is back on deck, yeah. yeah. Mitch Barnett goes to the second row. I think Knights are a red-hot shot here. Just the way their forwards have rolled through the teams in the first two weeks, they'll put themselves in the game. And Adam Clune has been pretty been impressive. Good, he? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Clifford yeah, on, on the back of that too. Oh, so you're, you're going Knights? Uh... Nah, look, I, I think they'll make a fist of it. <laughs> <laughs> Off the fence. Uh... Nah, nah, look, I think they'll make a fist of it. With Ponga, I think they can do it. Without Ponga, um, I think Penrith still. Um, they've got Brian Toto out. Mm. They bring in Taylor May, uh, younger brother of uh, Tyrone. Tyrone. Yes. He was the one that belted uh, Lussick in the boxing match at the start That's of the year. That's right belted him. Yeah. He's got a bit of go about him and a lot of people reckon he's going to be the next big thing there at Penrith. So keep an eye out for Taylor and May. And Penrith, Syria are a bit like Melbourne these days where next man up, somebody's waiting yeah, there to come good, through. Yeah, that, yeah. that uh, junior pathway they've got there is really What happened strong. to MG's young bloke? Injured. He, he popped, oh, his, he got popped his elbow. Okay. Yeah. 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 Maverick. Maverick. Great name, uh, Maverick. What about this one? Storm versus the Eels. Uh, Brandon Smith. This he's is back. Oh, this is crazy. So Harry Grant goes down for COVID. He happens to be a roommate or t uh, housemate of Tyron Wishart, who also goes down. And you're thinking, oh, who are they going to bring back the Melbourne Storm? Well, Brandon Smith says, no, I'm okay, coach. That's bizarre, crazy. isn't it? Crazy. So he, his hand, he had a broken hand? Yeah. Or it's got to be concerned still. It's, it's still broken, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But he'll, he'll just do his job at dummy half. It, it's a... Parramatta's record's fairly, fairly decent against Melbourne the last, last few years. But yeah. Beat them twice last yeah, year. Yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've gone the storm, mm. I, but I, with no, no great confidence. Who's your gut feel, Ciro? Like it's, 
every single team, Roosters have showed a bit of frailty. South Sydney, and I'll ask you, Jimmy, the same thing. Um, Melbourne Storm have had issues. Penrith Panthers, can they go back-to-back? When you close your eyes and you go, my gut feel is this team wins the premiership. Parramatta have sort of got beat by Sharks last week. Mm. Like it's, It feels like one of those comps that's there for the take. That's why I think a team like Cronulla could possibly win it. Mm. Who, who, who's your gut feel? Mate, I, I've, I've gone the Panthers back-to-back. Have you? I, I think... Yeah, I, I think the the, the the players that brought in the squad have, have been waiting and just been been part of that the last two years. They they understand what's required, and they'll help fuel that. Let's go back to back, you know. And then there's yeah, Cleary's had a nice break now. He'll be freshened up, Nathan. So, and I like their forwards too, yeah. Penrith. You know, Fisher Harris. Well, he's out today too. He's a, he's a big out, but they're, they're a tough pack of forwards too. He's a gun, so, isn't he? Yeah, he's a he's a good player. I tell you what, it's when South Sydney won the comp twenty fourteen. Uh, they were forced into playing a young bloke like Appy Coruscant. Mm. Uh, they were forced into little Stevie's winding up on the outside here, mm. by the way. Um, they were also forced into playing young blokes like Luke Keary, and ultimately you need him in grand final day. Oh. Uh, Stevie's going to flash home for a nice oh. third here, isn't it? Uh, it's run eight, fourth, isn't it? Well, I thought it was in the green. So did I. It was in the green. Was it nine. that green? That was a nine. Was it the nine? Well, I'll tell you what, I was watching the, the I hope I'm watching the wrong fly. one. I, I thought it was the... If that's a little Stevie, <laughs> I'm filthy. Um, well, that's a little anyway, Stevie we've, we've hijacked the show here because we need to oh, see sorry. Sorry, the number bro. nine. I think yeah, we're on the wrong one, boys, but oh, yeah, okay. I, I, um, sure. I would love to be proven It's in the wrong. Raiders' colours. It's in the Raiders' colours here. Little Stevie was the eight. Who uh, was flashing whew. home on the outside. We've backed um, on the horse. A black booker, as they would say, in mm. the classics. Anyway, sorry. Uh, tell you what, Tazzy Mike. Tazzy yeah. Mike's on the canvas. Tazzy Mike. Mike, uh, staying on the green machine, boys. The Raiders take on the Titans. Uh, what did we make of last week? They went up there to take on the Cowboys. Shocking performance. They get Rapina back. Nick Kotrick comes back into the side. And uh, young Schneider, he's back into the number seven after a week of COVID. Yeah, they needed those inclusions. The outside backs last week struggled. I think a couple of them ran for sub 50 metres coming out of their own end. So pretty disappointing. Um they were the disappointment of the round for me, the Raiders. I kind of thought after they beat the Sharks, I was like, top eight ambitions. But it looks like back to old ways for mm-hmm. the Raiders. Um, similar problems to what they had last year. So on that form, I can't tip them against I think the uh, Coach Coach Stewart may have had some choice words after last oh, week. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Thanks, Scoop. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so they'll be, a lot be- they'll be a lot better at home too, the, the Raiders. I, I, I don't mind the Titans. I, I enjoy watching the Titans. Yeah. Play. They play yeah. a good... Good brand of footy. That'll be a good game, won't it? It will be a good game. The I'm Titans looking forward to that. Hate an arm wrestle. Yeah. If no, they've got to get no, down no, and dirty, no, they no, are like out th- of there. 38 32. If it's, that's a, that's if it's a good cold, if it's, if it's cold weather yeah. and rain in Canberra, yeah. Ra- Tazzy Mike, win your money back. He's got no left on Yeah, yeah. No, they hate it, the Titans. If it's a close game, they just throw the towel in. So, Canberra are one of those teams, they get a bit. Down and dirty, like mm. they pull you into an arm wrestle. Yes. So maybe it's a good matchup for Can- Canberra. They call it a shootout, don't they? Like yes, in mate. the NFL, a shootout. That, the Titans love a shootout, don't oh, they? They got into one against Para round yeah. one. Absolute shootout. And again, last week with the Warriors. Warriors, yeah, that's right. Um, a lot of a lot of glitz and glamour in that team, but 
Not a lot of hard noses. It's, it's a gold cast. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is, isn't Gold it? chained, white shoes, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. It's couple, a goldie. Yeah. Couple, <laughs> couple, exactly couple of right. meter maids in uh, the background. Uh, <laughs> there's no overalls and you know, the boiler suits here in the gold no. cast. No. There's plenty of text coming through here, and I think there's a communal uh, hug going the way of Tassie Mike. Uh, we appreciate oh. those. Luke's been there. Kenny's been there. <laughs> Rooster man's all getting behind him. Uh, the Fafida. You've cost him. You've cost him, Jim. Oh, dear. Fafida, um, yeah, he said last week, Holbrook, maybe it was the, the heat that kept him a little bit quiet. But what do you make of that? The heat? Yeah. That's your bread and butter, the heat. But oh. uh, he, he's um, he's a bit like, like Pangai yeah. Jr., isn't he? I, I, I guess Dave Fafida. On his day, boy, oh, boy, unstoppable, but... You just don't see enough of it. No. If it's a grind, you know, you're not on those blokes. No. But if it's, you know, if he's on and you're going to win by six, you win by 40 if he's on. So. You know One of the doesn't... great tackles, boys, you should see this. Uh, the Roosters are skipping away, and I think you'll find it is um, uh, Sergis, who's charges down the chalk, Ooh, and there's this Olympic. unbelievable Scotty Sattler-like try-saving tackle. Uh, there's two minutes remaining in the first half. Watch this. So they've got the ball 40 metres out. She Sergis goes, over, see you later. Speed. See you later. She's off to the races. That's a foot, fullback. The oh, fullback oh, sticks oh, on. Bang. Lovely. Hasn't the skill improved in this yeah. game? Yeah, big time. Big time. That's a great tackle. So score remains St. George Illawarra 4. Roosters nil. Uh, one minute 50 remaining in the first half. Gearing up for today's footy. All thanks to Dometic. Uh, Dometic, of course, uh, an icebox with a sense of adventure. This is the crunch time. Paul Sirenen, Joel Kane, James Magnuson, everything you need for adventure. Big or small, mobile living made easy. Dometic Outdoor. A break and back with ball. Follow Crunch Time on Dabble. Go on, have a dabble. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Yeah, g'day, gents. G'day, Seth. How are you? I tell you what, what a start to the season. It's been pretty awesome. Uh, I know the Crunch Time team, they're, they're coming off a winning multi last week. Uh, almost up to 100 followers as well, Seth, which is pretty exciting. Just find Trevor Gilmeister, who's approaching the 1,500 mark. But I know you're on there as well. How are you enjoying it? Oh, I love it. Love it, Josh. Uh, love the banter. Um, just that interactive ability just uh, for, for yeah. everyone to... Yeah, not only, I suppose, uh, smash, each, smash each other when you've uh, had a, uh, a bet that goes a little bit skewed, but also uh, just trying to, um, I suppose, educate other people about some upcoming events. I, I'll tell you what was really interesting was watching the banter between uh, all the fans around the Roosters and Rabbitohs rivalry. That was pretty exciting to yeah. watch that because everyone just thought, and I was one of those, I, I just thought the Roosters were going to be too strong. But uh, the way they played the Rabbits, I think they've upset a few of the punters. I'll tell you what, the Roosters are a bit of a shambles at the moment. One week they're losing, one week they're winning. Who knows what's going to happen? But, uh, no, nah, a lot of people enjoying it as well. Obviously, the Double app is climbing the charts as well, so you can download the app. But, I mean, what a way to experience betting. It's social media meets betting. So instead of seeing photos, that's you're seeing people, like you said, put their bets up, put their multis up. And I don't know if you like this, but I love the fact that you can just copy that bet with one click. Well, I did that uh, over the last couple of days, copied a couple of bets, um, also picked up a couple of wins as well. So when I don't have time to do a lot of research, I know that there's uh, certain certain events and or certain horses, whatever it may be, yeah. uh, that are they're about to race. And instead of doing the research, knowing that someone's already done the research for me, Josh, it's just easy to push one button and, 
and then uh, click one button and, and your bet's on. So, yeah, I'm really enjoying the, the copy bet. Probably enjoying it a little bit too much at times, but uh, in saying that, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, nah, it's been a great addition as well. Yeah, the app itself is um, really good to be able to answer other other um, other punters and, and other dabblers yeah. when they're uh, when they're putting up some of their um, some of their banner chat. Uh, let's talk about your bets and the crunch time bets as well, uh, Sats, because, of course, as you said, if there's an event coming up like today, of course, there's a couple of games going uh, across the day. So you've got Newcastle to cover the line against the Panthers. Uh, I think that's yep. 11.5 at this stage. Melbourne Storm to win versus the Eels and Canberra to win by over 12 points versus the Titans. That's the crunch time bet. What do you think of that? Well, the, the Canberra-Gold Coast one's an interesting one because... Uh, we know the last time the Gold Coast Titans played Canberra in Canberra, they beat them by 40. And I think the Gold Coast Titans are probably, at this stage after two rounds, probably look a little bit healthier than what the Canberra Raiders mm. do at the moment. So, yeah, that's going to have to be a... I think if that gets across the line, that's um, I mean, going to carry a fair bit of weight, I think. Um, the, 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 the interesting one's going to be the the game in Bathurst which between the Panthers... And um, yeah. and also the Newcastle Knights. Yeah, Kalen Pong is out now, so are they going to be able to cover that at eleven and a half? Oh, really? There you go. You switched yeah. across that. Um, yeah, all right. Absolutely. And <laughs> fair enough. You know, there's no no allegiances in punting. I don't think. And uh, of course, Seth, I did check out your profile. You called yourself. Well, you want to be Mad Max. Yeah, I want to be Mad Max. <laughs> in another life, I would have loved to be Mad Max. Mm. <laughs> uh, well, of course, you can check it out. You can uh, follow Seth. 13 on Dabble, as well as the NRL Crunch Time team. Download the app, go on, have a Dabble, Dabble socially, and gamble responsibly. Enjoying Crunch Time banter? Check out Dabble banter channels and copy Crunch Time bets. Go on, have a Dabble, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Ah, yes, Crunch Time back tomorrow as well. So we're Saturday, Sunday from midday all year throughout the football season. Jaleesa Apps hosting tomorrow, Timmy Manor and Nick Youngquist. Uh, live from 12pm tomorrow before the NRL Nation call of the Broncos take on the Cowboys. Coming up next, uh, don't go anywhere here on SEM. We've got the Panthers taking on the Knights for NRL Nation. That game in Bathurst, Matty White, Brett Kamali and Timmy Manor, your call team. Then later on, the Host Plus Cup, Ipswich Jets taking on the Mackay Cutters is the way to go there. We're just about done, gentlemen. What's on this yeah, afternoon, Ciro? Two hours of uh, just sped by. Um, I'm going um, shopping with my wife. I've have to... Those things you've got to do, mate. Yes. Um, Brewster Man says, Jimmy <laughs> and Sugar Duck Eggs. Uh, big zero time to save. Ta- oh, so he's suggesting that uh, myself and Jimmy have come up with duck eggs for Tassie Mike. He says it's all over to you, Ciro. Have you got anything for Tassie Mike today? Uh, my tip would be good to your mother. That's about <laughs> it, mate. I'll leave it at that. Jimmy, <laughs> what's on for you this afternoon? I'm doing a staycation in Bondi. Oh, QT yeah. Bondi with the missus for the weekend. So, oh, uh, nice. Yeah. Ooh, Shame ooh. the weather's not nice, but... We'll still go down for a swim. Bottle of vino? Yeah, a couple of bottles of vino. I actually got the new Ricky Ponting uh, Shiraz, McLaren Vale. So, oh. Yeah, down a couple of those. Beautiful. A couple of bottles. Yeah, I don't mind I that. reckon so. I Outside reckon. the Treat crease. Yourself. There you go. Tassie Mike's, uh, he's eating paint off the walls. All thanks to you. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the great man from Port Macquarie, James Magnuson, the great tiger, Paul Siren. And uh, that's us for the day. Well done, gentlemen. Chelsea, thank you. Thank you, Alex Cecile. And we're over to Matty White for the call. It's the Panthers taking on the Knights. I'm tipping the Knights in an upset. Have a great Saturday. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. 
Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.